0: Welcome to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at gods5minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's 5 Minutes. Hello, friends.
1: The 101st Psalm was written by David at about the time he became king of the Israelite nation. Behind him lay a long preparation for that role, the slow-moving hours watching sheep with their opportunities for pondering life's meaning and formulating his opinions of the world about him, the sudden adrenaline rush from marauding bears and lions when he learned to face danger to protect his own. There was Goliath and Saul, the outlaw years, learning to govern a band of wild, violent men and live off the land. And then at last it was all over, and the moment had come to step into the spotlight. This psalm is David's covenant with God of how he planned to manage the position of immense responsibility that now rested on his shoulders. Here's what he said. I will sing of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. O, when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. Music is the language of the soul. It surpasses speaking, which typically merely conveys information, by leavening words with passion. David's song is of mercy. There is in it no trace of bitterness, resentment against those who had so long stood between him and the legacy God had destined to him. Instead, he acknowledges the unseen hand that has led him through many an adventure and kept him to this defining moment. By singing of mercy, David implies he understands how providence has directed his life thus far and sets himself to trust God into the future, which is a covenant he never broke. Of equal importance, David sings of judgment. The Hebrew word refers to the ability to make sound decisions, to use good judgment in governing the nation. Mercy is not complete if it is applied without judgment. And then, as if the exuberance of his heart and the fervency of his passion for this covenant, David cannot refrain from repeating it in the strongest possible language. Unto thee, O Lord, I will sing. "'Having offered his gratitude to his God "'for the blessings that have led him to this pinnacle, "'the psalmist now turns his attention to the manner "'in which he intends to manage the authority "'and responsibility that have been entrusted to him. "'I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. "'His words are typical David, "'straightforward, resolute, devout.' Without a trace of petty politics or indecisiveness, God has made him king, and he knows it, and he purposes to honor God by being in every part of his administration the model of what a monarch should be whom God has elevated. The best way to be wise is to be holy, and the only perfect way is a wise way. David had seen the horrors of an unjust king. He loved his people and his God. And he set himself in the best way a man can, to rise above mere selfish passions and to aspire to nobility. No one can enter into a new responsibility in a better way. His next words are, Oh, when wilt thou come unto me? How weighty those words! They are a cry for grace and inspiration as he seeks to fulfill his noble purposes, and also a sublime understanding that all of our days... Even this long-anticipated interval of reigning over a nation have an end. At that end, we must all stand before God's great judgment seat. David doesn't know when that defining moment may come. And so his heart's prayer is, God, help me to carry out my new role. So I do not need to be ashamed when I must account to you of what I did with the talents that you bestowed upon me. Then the psalmist's attention turned to the times when people are apt to most keenly feel resentments and stings when quiet in their own homes. David vowed to never be vengeful, never biased, never unjust. I will set no wicked thing before my eyes, he wrote. I hate the work of them that turn aside. So he secured forever his loyalty to the Hebrew worship that was his legacy. So he lived and so he died.
0: You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at G-O-D-S-F-I-E-Minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.